Greening of Life. Welcome to Season 1 of The Greening of Life. Stick with me as I attempt to enlighten you on all things sustainable when it comes to how we get ourselves and our families and friends through the various stages of life. To ease you in, we'll start from the beginning with babies and work our way through puberty and the menopause, finally reaching older adulthood. Let's begin with Episode 1, How to Have a Green Baby. And before you switch off because you don't have a baby, remember you probably know somebody who does. Trust me, after this episode, your green radar will be buzzing every time you see someone do something good for the planet and you can give yourself a smug pat on the back for noticing. And if you're already doing some of these things yourself, well done and keep up the great work. When I started out on my sustainability project in 2019, I began with small things, easy things. Things I was already doing at home, like buying fair trade tea and coffee. And I'm proud to say that our tiny staff kitchen at work now only orders hot beverage basics from organisations that pay a fair wage to farmers and workers, using processes and techniques that try to avoid pesticides. It's all good. What I'm trying to say is start small. Think about things you've made work in other parts of your house and daily life and apply them to your offspring. For instance, if you're trying to buy fewer new clothes and avoid succumbing to fast fashion for yourself, why not do the same with your precious newborn? And obviously that tip applies to all ages. It's absolutely possible to still keep up to speed with kids' growth spurts without buying everything brand new, and you'll save yourself a fortune in the process. Local Facebook groups, Mumbler, Gumtree and Freecycle are a great place to start. Not only is this going to be good for your pocket, second-hand clothes are often available in charity shops, so you could end up donating to some fantastic causes at the same time. And you might know I have a very large bee in my bonnet when it comes to plastic, so if you're trying to avoid buying from certain online companies because of their reputation for using an unjustifiable amount of packaging, then buying from local charity shops or using Buy a Collect on eBay and Freecycle can be a brilliant way to avoid packaging. This way, you end up with what's called a triple win. Good for the planet, good for your pocket, and good for patience. That's you, my friends. Anyway, I've got a little sidetracked. Now, as I'm a doctor, I'll be looking at things from my medical angle. Some really common issues I see in babies are nappy rash, cradle cap, and eczema. And that's given me some ideas for talking to the families I see in my consultation room about a few clever environmentally friendly changes that might help them care for their baby and the planet at the same time. So here we go. Babies spend much of their time doing just three things, eating, sleeping and filling their nappies. (coughs) Fortunately, nappies are a real area where you can get some serious green points. Luckily, I have a friend who's an expert in this field, so I was able to cajole her into telling me more. Special guest sub jingle. So I'm Louise Wooten. I am a children's nurse and um, have previously been a health visitor. Uh, currently working um, with children and young people with special educational needs. You must have seen loads of babies in your time. I have seen thousands <laughs> of babies, literally thousands of babies in my time. I've been um, nursing children and young people for over nearly 25 years now, actually. Amazing. So, Louise, you know that this episode of the podcast is all really about what we can do to encourage people to kind of become a little bit greener and think more about the choices that they make um, and the habits that they form. Um, one of the things that we have identified as a big plastic issue is nappies and all the associated paraphernalia. Um, now, obviously, reusable nappies are available, but 
And what do you think are some of the barriers to people choosing reusables? I think that um, disposable nappies, for example, seem to be a bit easier and a bit um, less sort of time consuming in their care and, and washing um, of them, etc. I think sometimes people think about the cost and are worried yeah. about the cost of reusable nappies. Do you mean like the initial outlay? Yeah, that's yeah. right, the initial outlay, because the, the initial outlay is, is um, a significant to begin with. Absolutely. Sometimes grants are available, um, money off vouchers. I mean, I know because obviously I've done my recon. Um, that's not available in York, which is so annoying. Did you know, Louise, how many nappies a baby will get through? How many, Rumina? Tell it, me. It, it's supposed to be about 5,000. Can you believe that? 5,000 nappies. That's right. So up to about the age of two-ish. And that is enough to fill 130 black bags. That's how much we're talking about. That is It's insane, isn't it? So all the plastic in those nappies, in those 130 bags, takes hundreds of years to decompose. And let's remember that wipes also contain plastic and we use about 15,000 of those per baby, which is a staggering amount. Uh, What do you think about wipes, Louise? If you've got access to to cotton wool and warm water, it's a much better way to care for your baby's bottom compared to um to wipes. I think some wipes have got um preservatives in them that can be um damaging to baby's skin and can be an irritant to baby's skin. So yeah. you're better off using um cotton wool and warm water where you can. Absolutely, and um I think you mentioned chemicals there. Some of those chemicals can also harm. Um, you know, the ecosystem. So, for instance, parabens is one that I've read a lot about in the last couple of weeks. Um, it's known to cause coral damage, which I didn't know about. If you're going out and about and you really have to have wipes with you, see if you can read the back of the packaging and maybe choose some that don't have as many chemicals in. And actually, I'm just showing Louise my crib sheet. <laughs> last week, I went and um, looked at all the wipes that they had stacked up. Pampers, Huggies, Avino Baby. Um, uh, yeah, lots of plastic still uh, milling about there in wipes. I was really pleased, though, to see there were Boots are selling their own brand called Little Stories, which is reusable cloth wipes, essentially, that you, you wash yourself. It's really great because... Um, Certainly, 10 years ago, they were not available. Um, you could make your own from rags. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, and it's also the packaging that the wipes come in is still plastic. Now, Louise, the other thing you mentioned there was cotton wool and water being maybe better for baby's skin. Um, we also use a, a huge amount of creams and lotions and potions, don't we, on our babies? What sorts of things would you expect a new parent to maybe have in their changing bag? Babies don't need lots of soap um, to wash them. Yeah. Um, you do get um, shampoos that babies, you know, you might want to use occasionally on babies if they've got something like cradle cap, you might want uh-huh. to use a, a baby shampoo yeah. for them. But um, there's no need to have shelves and shelves of um, lovely smelling baby products. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, one, it's more expensive, getting fancy creams and things. And two, of course, I'm... Uh, on a roll with my packaging quest so they often come in in uh, packaging that just cannot be recycled or reused um, but there is hope because we are finding more and more stores that have the ability to take your own jars and refill things so for instance in York we're really lucky we've got 
a few zero waste shops we've got the bishy way which does reusable moisturizer um and you can get reusable shampoos from there and there's the little greenway up at clifton moor there's also televers in town so if you're popping in to do some shopping you can go in there and get some refills um and it means that you're reusing your old glass jars that would otherwise go in recycling um so it's really loads of super planet points and that's what we call our triple win so it's good for patients good for your pocket and good for the planet greening of life some fantastic tips there from children's nurse louise wooten thanks very much and remember if you're worried about your baby's health in any way please contact your friendly gp or nurse for more advice and help what can we do well, it's not all doom and gloom. There are plenty of positive actions that are straightforward and inexpensive. Here are my top tips. 1. Communication and spreading the green message is the key with everything about climate change. So even if you don't have a baby in your house, the chances are you'll know someone who does, so tell them what you've learnt here. And if you're buying a new baby gift, think about buying something eco-friendly, second-hand or get on Pinterest and make something. Two. If you live near a zero waste shop, take your own jars or squeezy bottles and fill up on moisturisers and shampoos, or go to Lush where you can reuse your pot. Remember to label your old bottles and keep them out of reach of little hands to avoid accidental ingestion. If you don't have a BYO shop locally, then try to choose creams for your baby that come in environmentally friendly packaging. Check out Wellada, Mugu and Simply Gentle Organic. Three. If you don't like the sound of 5,000 disposable nappies per baby, contact your local NCT group who probably have a nappy library where you can look at or even trial different types to see what works for you. 4. Get to know your local charity shops for brilliant second-hand buys, as well as NCT Neely New Sales, or try Mum to Mum Market or other online pre-loved sites. 5. Swap your disposable wipes for washable cloths. Try putting a tablespoon of water in a plastic box with a really good seal and add a few fabric scraps or flannels to take on your outings. And finally, if you work for a pharmaceutical company and you happen to be listening to this, please come up with a viable solution for wipes in healthcare settings that will satisfy infection control and fast. We are drowning in plastic wipes. It's really disheartening after all the immense progress we made before the COVID pandemic. <clears throat> Sorry, whinge over. Well... Until episode two, that is. Greening of life. Join me next time for episode two, when I hope to have achieved mental dominance over my microphone and got rid of the volume glitches. We'll move up the timeline to follow the transition from childhood into teenage years. Yep, that's right. Puberty.